365 days a year. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Okay, welcome to the show. I love that voice. That is Baron Ron Heron. He has a beautiful radio voice, doesn't he? He, uh, you know that guy, Baron Ron Heron. He has been on the radio forever. I remember listening to him when I was a kid at KIST a little bit before your time. I think he was the first DJ. Do they know who I am? Not yet. I haven't introduced you. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> As you see, this is going to be a great show. I've got the lovely, one and only, Ruth Ann Bovey right on my right-hand side. Hello, Ruth Ann. Dang it. Yes, hello, Guy. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. You know, I always love having you here as a guest on our show. And I'm going to get ready. Everybody get ready because Ruth Ann's going to be taking over my show for a couple of weeks while I'm gone. One week? Only one week. Yeah, I'm out of town one of the weeks. Okay, she's failing me for one week, but she's going to be doing the good stuff for one week. So I'm, I'm only close to perfect. Only close. And that's good. You'll have fun. You'll do whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. I have and some ideas, too. So. Add a girl. Add a girl. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, along with my... Sidekick Tonto Richard Dugan. <laughs> um, I'm going to start the show like I do every time I start the show. I've got to do my, I have to do my um, my licensing because if not, somebody's going to somebody's going to turn me in. My NMLS number is five seven six six two. My BRE number is zero one two two zero four zero three. My parent company is. American Pacific Mortgage. You know, last month we did about a billion dollars in fundings. It was just mind-boggling. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, $979 million. And that's just you guys. That means that the market is moving. I mean, that's a boatload of money for you guys to be lending. I know. It's huge. Um, My production wasn't that quite as big. 900 billion, but or 900 million, but um, I was still in the top 20, I think, out of 800 loan agents. So that was pretty cool. I, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think we got a, a pretty good show coming on. I'm going to bring Ruth Ann Bovey in uh, after I uh, do my market announcements. And I think that there's some stuff that you guys want to hear out there. Um, so I'm going to just jump right in it. But Actually, now that I think about it, I did not for last week when I talked to Richard, when I was here, I didn't ask you about our friend. What? What? What are you looking at? No, yeah, I know what's coming. Okay, I'm excited so about I'm, it. I can't believe you forgot last week. I know. I did forget. Did you check the answer machine, Richard? Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges' call? Mm-mm. Yes, he did. Are you? No? Mm-mm. 
Jeff well, Bridges, come on, please. No, don't please. say please. I mean, we know the same I'm people running please. in the same circles. Wait a minute. I'm an, I'm only renting him because as I was surfing the surfing between cooking for my wife all week long, weekend long because she was sick. I came across Wild Bill. You ever see that movie? That was that was one of his best ones, I think. Have you seen that? I'm sure I have. Yeah, that was a great one. Anyway, Jeff, if you're out there, you want to talk mortgages, I'm your guy in the mortgage industry. But let's just jump right into this. I mean, we do run in the same circles, know the same people, eat at the same restaurants. Here was the big news last week. The Fed cut the short-term Fed funds rate last week, last Wednesday, uh, as expected, to bring the rate to 2%. But not all Fed members were on board with the twenty-five with the quarter cut rate. They weren't. A few preferred not to cut the rates, while another wanted a bigger cut at at a half a point. I personally probably will see. Personally, I'm thinking, and I've been calling this all year long, that we'll see another quarter cut by the end of the year. It's not going to really affect us right here, right now, on long-term mortgage-backed securities. Most people know that. But what you are going to see is if you go out and get a new car, you'll see lower interest rates, your credit cards, you know, your short-term rates. They'll be going down. I just got off the phone with a client who is getting a, um, a HELOC. I set him up with a private client. Home equity line of credit, he's down at 4% or whatever it is. It's really good. And those things were at five and a quarter, five and a half, um, not too long ago. So they're going to be seeing some uh, relief there. Along with the Fed fund cut, along with the Fed rate cut, there are three important takeaways from Fed Chair Powell's press conference. You know, he holds a press conference after every meeting, a two-day Fed meeting. If you get my dailies, you know all about it. If not, give me a call. I'll put you on there. There's no recession in sight. I was never a big fan of the recession. Bandwagging, I don't see one because the landscape is completely different. See, I think there's going to be just a small one. Excuse me? I'm allowed to have my own opinion. That's you why are? you have me okay. on the show. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of the fears in recent months and the cause for home loan rates to decline this summer was the fear of a recession. Powell debunked the recession myth and his reason why they suggested a possibility of no more rate cuts in 2019. I do not stand by that, but we'll see. Consumer is also alive and well. The main reason for the U.S. economy won't slip into recession is because the U.S. consumer has never been more willing or able to spend money. Consumer spending makes up two-thirds of the U.S. economic growth, so a recession will not occur while the consumer remains confident. Now, this was last week, um, his speech last week, and it's going to be pretty interesting on what I put out today, which may validate your your two cents here, your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Experts have, um, exports have slowed. This was a negative to the Fed statement. There are a couple of reasons one being the uncertainty around the U.S.-China trade dispute, but there is another reason they have slowed, um, and it's because the, our exports are too expensive to other countries because our U.S. dollar has strengthened. 
against other global currencies. This is why the Fed will likely cut rates again. That's where I'm standing. That's my two cents. Despite suggesting otherwise, uh, to soften the U.S. dollar and make our exports cheaper to other countries. After the Fed came and went, home loan rates actually ticked up slightly. The reason why is the U.S. economy is not slipping into recession and the Fed will take measures like cutting the overnight Fed funds rate to prevent it from doing so. Think good news is bad news for home loan rates. Um, but today, if you get my daily... I came out today. Um, oh, where was I? Actually, our consumer, I don't have it. No. Uh-oh. I thought I brought my my daily today. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I uh, knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me. Uh, one of the major themes for the U.S. fall remains U.S.-China cuts. That's not what I wanted to say. Here's what I wanted to say. September consumer confidence, which I was just talking about, which was last week's Fed discussion as to why they didn't. Well, the U.S. Conf uh, the September consumer confidence actually went down today. It missed expectations. What happened? People just, the, the market starts selling off running for the safe haven of bonds. Interest rates will actually see, our 10-year went from 1.8, 1 1.79 to 1.66 uh, over the past two, four business days, which is good news for rates. Speaking of rates, Guarantee Mortgage has great rates right now. Um, VAs are smoking. We're doing a lot of VA loans, and we're going to talk about that little bit. Richard's giving me that finger, which means we're going to have to take a quick commercial break. Uh, you're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We're going to come back with Ruth Ann Bovey. But before we go, listen very carefully. This show is rebroadcast Tuesdays at 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You are correct, sir. When it's time to clean your carpets, you should know that some carpet cleaners can leave harmful toxins in your home or office. That's why Wallace Cleaning Company created the four-step cleaning process that uses state-of-the-art equipment and environmentally safe, non-toxic solutions to clean your carpets with your satisfaction guaranteed and your safety in mind. Since 1979, Wallace Cleaning Company has been the Santa Barbara area's premier choice for quick, quiet, efficient, and safe carpet cleaning that dries in two hours or less. When it's time to clean your carpets at home or office, it's time to call a name you can trust at a price you can afford. It's time to call 967-1860 to talk to the pros at Wallace Cleaning Company, where no job is too big or too small. Wallace Cleaning Company, 967 1860. Learn more about the affordable four-step cleaning process that cleans your carpets with your safety in mind. 
Come on, people. Think about it. It's time to pay attention. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. Join me Tuesdays at 2 p.m., 10 p.m., and Sundays at noon. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Tune in to 1290 AM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. For 16 years on State and Islay. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Hello, Santa Barbara. One of the treasures in our county is the Unity Shop, now celebrating its 100th year of operation, serving as a safety net for close to 20,000 less fortunate families, their children, and seniors right here in our community. We would love to have you join us with your time, talent, or treasures to assure that Unity will be around for the next 100 years. Come down for a look-see, volunteer with your family or group, and help however you can. For more information, go to unityshop.org. Thank you. Okay, we are back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Um, I got one or two more tidbits here that I want to jump on, Ruthann, before I bring you in. Don't think I'm ignoring you, sweetheart, because you know how much I love you. I'm all good. Okay, so there is something interesting here I have that I just want to, because when I was reading this, I said, oh, my God, this reminds me of my paisan. And that's going to my paisan, Lou Denae, who's a good, close friend. A mile is 5,280 feet. You knew that, right? Mm -hmm. Richard, did you know that? A mile? Mm -hmm. How far is a mile? How many feet? 2,000. Okay, you didn't know that. You just said yes. But, and Central Park Tower on West 57th Street in Manhattan now stands at 1,550 feet, about a third of a mile. This should be mentioned because it is now the tallest residential building in the world. If you like to pony up, $6.9 million for a unit, now's your chance um, when the builder I'd starts like cutting be, prices. I'd like to be the listing agent on that. Yeah, well, check this out. I was walking through Central Park with my buddy Lou three weeks ago. And he pointed the building out, and he told me everything that this. He's all, look at that. He not he hit hit it right on the on the dot. You can go buy one of those guy for, you know, six million, six point nine or something. Um, but he also said they're all empty. He says that they, nobody's buying them. But it's a beautiful building, and I think he called it. He calls them. Pen, uh, they're now called pencil buildings because they the, the footprint is so small. But they go straight up, and they're beautiful-looking buildings. But uh, I thought about my buddy Lou when I was reading this, and I just thought I'd have to share it with everybody. And if you'd like to pony up 6.9 for a unit, now's your chance. When the builder starts cutting prices, we'll know when we're in a slowdown. But until then, press can focus on overseas economy, slowing trade concerns, and persistently weak inflation in the U.S., if I had six million, I still wouldn't buy one of those Neither buildings. Neither would I. I mean, you know, it's and just... we come from a town where there's earthquakes, and to be up, imagine being that high up in the building, and I mean, it's probably built so secure that it wouldn't come down. Doesn't matter. Still, they got earthquakes you're gonna over there. You're going to feel the movement. You're going to feel it. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, and uh, so that was pretty cool. We, you know, anyway. Ruth Ann Bovey, uh, she is with Village Properties. Good friend. Great. Great um, realtor. She's been a friend of mine forever. 
we've been passing business back and forth forever and I'm really honored that you're here and I'm real thankful for our business together and our friendship and our friendship is Absolutely. a great one you know the whole family we love you you come and break bread with us and um, Thanksgiving oh, I just yeah. know anytime I'm without a place to go on a holiday I know who to call of course of course you're always welcome I mean that's being a kind of like an orphan child myself <laughs> not but still I you know we love that we always yeah. think the more the merrier Agreed. In the family. And you've and seen that. And it's always a fun time at your house, and there's always so much amazing food. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do and walk out of there with a food coma every time. So today I asked you because um, there's a lot going on. I think we're going to be talking a little bit about rent control. You're going to be giving us some statistics, and you've got a couple of other good things up your sleeve that I you do. want to talk about. Well, you're sleeveless today, but... <laughs> Let's jump into the stats. What do you got? Sure, What's going on locally? Sure. Okay, so looking at local stats, single-family homes here. Um, we saw this month versus last month, we saw an increase in new listings coming on, and we saw a decrease in homes that went pending, about the same number that actually closed escrow. And and that's not unusual because it's that time of the year. Um People are back in school. They're not buying houses as much anymore. Um, we'll start seeing fewer and fewer houses coming on the market. Um, but we are seeing actually inventory levels went down just a little bit from where they were last last month. Not enough to worry about, but it's still kind of a normal market. Four and a half months of inventory. Kind of. I mean, we're still feeling like it's a seller's market. We have a new listing in San Roque that we've now gotten three offers on. Um, which is good. That's great. Yeah. No, it's really good. And and even just this morning, I got, I was trying to get out of the house and, you know, I'm not an early bird, but I was trying to get out of the house and my phone kept ringing and I'm never going to complain about that. Somebody saw, you know, Googled Santa Barbara Realtors on the internet. I came up. She liked my smile. She's going to buy a million-dollar property in the next month or two. I'm going to do the financing. You are. a girl. You are. <laughs> and then another good, good friend of mine called and wants to list his condo and wants to buy in Lompoc. And I don't sell in Lompoc, but Deja works in Lompoc. So, so uh, all good. This is really, really good stuff. Oops. Okay, so that ring is my ring doorbell. Shame. I know, I should have, but I have one of those ring doorbells. It I do too. It's pretty cool. I turned my alert off because it yeah. was so annoying. It is annoying, but I, I, my wife's got to show me how to turn mine off. Anyway, um, now, wait a minute. I want to ask you a quick question about okay. the, um, uh, the, the lack of inventory or mm-hmm. lack thereof or whatever. Now, it's not too bad right now, actually. Okay, but you said something that it's going down. Now, is that because now do the, is that taken in consideration? Because I've seen a lot of lot of homes that haven't sold that were taken off the market, and then I'm seeing them come back on the market. Like Thomas Schulte had one that just came on the market, but he uh, not Thomas Schulte. It was um, I think it was Schulte. It just brought one back that it, it, sellers let expire, and he brought it back at an adjusted price, lower price. But when it expired, I mean, unless it's been off the market for a while, it's not a new new listing. It's 
It's so if it's expired and it comes back on, it's got to be a new listing, right? No. So the way that we, we have it listed where it stays on the market and we have cumulative days on the market. So if it expires with one realtor and another realtor picks it up and puts it back on within 90 days, then those cumulative days still keep counting. Okay. So, so let's talk about what I've seen also lately is, um, and they can dress this up all they want. They can change the names around. They can slap, uh, you know, redheaded stepchild on it. But I'm seeing a lot of price reductions. I mean, a lot. Good. Like, a lot. People are just, so you're saying it's a seller's market. Explain that because okay. I'm not seeing that. So I didn't say that. What yeah, I, I said was... Re- re- what I said was it's now a normal normal market based on the level of inventory. Four and a half months is a normal market based on, on inventory levels. It'll take us four and a half months to sell everything that's on the market right now if nothing else no, I comes. I get that. However, well, I was saying that more for the audience that may not oh. get that. So I'm seeing but what repositioning. We're seeing, what we're feeling is because we're still getting multiple offers on a lot of properties. And I wish there was a crystal ball that told us exactly what a property would sell for because then we wouldn't have to figure it out. You know, we, we're educated, we're knowledgeable, but we're not a crystal ball. We're not God. We can't tell you exactly what a home is going to sell for. A home will sell for whatever one particular buyer is willing to pay for it. I, w- I realize that. That's but, the- okay, so so... Wait, what was your question again? <laughs> I told you to. <laughs> I told you to explain all the all the friggin' price changes. Oh, because and repositioning that's and easy. adjustments, however they want to, you know, slap red, red, you know, lipstick on that phrase. That's lowering easy. the price. That's explain easy. it. Okay. Because there's a lot more than I've seen lately. All right. Well, sellers have a different perception of value than buyers do. And oftentimes, sellers have a different perception of value. I mean, Guy, think about it. You have a beautiful home, right? And you probably think that your home is worth way up here. It's worth $1,125,000 because I just had it appraised. Okay. To try to get my taxes. So that's lower. what an appraiser says. But I thought it was worth two million. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and appraisals, while they should always be consistent, the reality is, if it's for a refinance, they're not gonna. They don't need to dig quite as deep as they do if it's for a purchase. To as long as as they can justify that the value makes sense for the refinance, you know, we, we see a difference in, in those areas. So if you just had it re, had it redone for tax purposes, yeah, I couldn't it's going to be, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Call sucks. Joe. Tell him to, he can't do anything no, either. No, he can't. Maybe if I get him juiced up enough. But wh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even then he won't. Yeah, I know. He's We're going to take good. another quick break. Richard's giving us that finger. We're going to pick this one back up because, you know, I have a little bit of a difference of opinion on that one. I know the sellers, and but I also know that it is um, the job of the real estate agent to actually help the sellers navigate and understand what the market is bearing. I have a great answer for that when we because come back. I ha- before you give me your answer, I'm going to tell you a story about Randy Glick that you're just going to love. Okay, so 
stay tuned. You're listening to Guy Rivera speaking with the lovely Ruth Ann Bovey. Mortgage Matters, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Trembley Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Trembley Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. Trembley Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to tremblyfinancial.com. Trembley Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Trembley Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Business is great in Santa Barbara, and Santa Barbara is great for business. Ravi Ganatha, Lawyer Ortega, and Earl Armstrong with the CEO Report. Santa Barbara's longest-running, locally-produced radio program. Wednesday morning at 11 a.m., we rebroadcast the show at 9 p.m., and on Saturday morning at 9 a.m., we're streaming live on newspress.com. Your weekly business radio magazine on KZSB AM 1290. Okay, we are back. You're tuned in to Mortgage Matters. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, speaking with the lovely Ruth Ann Bovey. Okay, so before we got so rudely interrupted by Richard, um... We were talking about the responsibilities of real estate agents. I know you all do a great job. I deal with all of them. We don't all do a great well, job. Well, you don't all do Some a great job. Some of us do better jobs than others. I have to say that others. because, you know. I, you don't want anybody to no, get I don't Well, we're not naming names. I, it doesn't matter. So anyway, let me tell you about a great realtor, other than your fine self-present company, of course. Um Randy Glick, this is one of the best stories I've ever heard about a real estate agent. I don't know if I've shared this with you before, but it's a great story. Are the cops coming for me? Can you hear that? Probably. I can. Wow. Oh, it was an ambulance. Okay, they just passed us up. So, um, Randy Glick, Sharon Curry, they were coalescing a property in Santa Barbara. Sharon, as you know, is up in San Ynez Valley. Great, great gal. I do about one to two loans for her and her clients every month. She's just a remarkable real estate agent. Um, she asked Randy to co-list this. They, uh, so you have the seller, you have Randy, you have Sharon in the condo looking around the seller saying, okay, so this is what I want for my property. This is what I think it's worth. Boom, 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 boom. And, of course, Sharon's already done the analysis, you know, with the uh, 
Uh, Randy has been in it for so long, right? Yeah. He walks in. <laughs> I'll never forget this. Sharon's telling me the story. He's walking in, he, and he's a true professional. He listens. Nah, thank you for the opportunity, but I don't want to list this property for that amount of money. Thank you. Turns out, the guy said, whoa, 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 whoa. And Randy explained. He went over the, he went over the analysis of why it should be priced a certain way that Sharon had done. And, and um, I get that because she's from another area and, and analyzing it the way she would a property in her area. But every area is so different, and that's why no, it's no, important. No, no, I get it. Yeah. No, no. He wanted to, the, the seller wanted it sold for much higher than what the analysis was. Oh, right. Oh, got it. So Randy was on board with the analysis because Sharon is, is very good at what she does. Okay, She's good, part, good, good, because yeah. that was a little No, no. So, um, and Randy explained it. And saying, this is really what your house is worth. And this, you know, anything other than uh, this, I'm not interested in listening. Wasting my time? Absolutely. I do the same thing. So he reeled the borrower back into reality. And that may or may not be happening right now. I see a lot of, like I said, price reductions, adjustments, repositioning. There's some really new phrases going out there for other than, lowering the prices and i've seen a lot more lately in the past i would say four weeks and i've seen in a very long time Hmm. so tell me your thoughts on that well i mean his strategy is the right one i do that all the time if if i feel like a house is not um the, the thing that i like to say is we as realtors all we can do is advise we are experienced like i said we're knowledgeable we can only give our advice. But the reality is that the seller is the client and they get to choose at what price we come on the market. And if it's different than what I think is worthwhile, then my response is, well, tell you what, if that's what you're going to insist on, we can do one of two things. You can list it with somebody else first. And when they don't get it sold for you at that price, then you can come back to me and I'll sell it for you at the price that, that I'm telling you it's worth. Um, the other thing is I've had it done in writing on the listing agreement that if we don't have a certain level of showings or second showings, which is really where you start seeing offers come in, if it's an active market and we don't have an offer in the first 30 days, then we need to do a substantial price reduction. Because that you, if you've got a $2 million home and you do a $5,000 price reduction, that's ridiculous. Because when you think about it, the if somebody's going to write an offer on a property that's worth somewhere near two million, if it's five thousand dollars, is not going to change their mind one way or the other. If it's priced at a million nine ninety five versus two million, they'd still write an offer on it at two million versus a million nine. It's still not far enough away. So you have to have a a, a decent price reduction. And that's what I don't like to do. I would rather price it right from the very beginning so that we get offers fairly quickly. And people say, oh, you just want to sell the house quickly. No, actually, the house sells at its very best price within the first three weeks of being on the market. That's when all the excitement is out there. That's when people, um, that's when it's going to sell at the most. And if you have it priced 
way over where the perception of value is, the buyer's perception of value, they're going to dismiss it and they're never going to come back. Maybe one or two will come back, but not that many. You're going to lose out on a lot of potential buyers. And you need to sell the home when you have the most potential buyers. That's why this this house um, in San Roque, we, they, they wanted to price it higher than I recommended, which is fine, but they also understood that we'd have to bring it down. You know what? They were right. We got an off. I mean, we got three offers on the house, and um, and so. So you priced it at what they were expecting. But we were not that far off. How far? Uh, I don't want to say because people might know what the listing is, and so I don't really want to say. Okay. But it wasn't that far off. But what I said to them is, if we don't see the activity that we expect to see, but we did. We saw the activity. Sure, sure. And I get that because that is, you know, that's visible amongst listings. I mean, one goes on if it's priced right, you you get the you get the the interest. You get the people interested in. You get the phone calls. It starts. And you don't you want know, them to sit not, on the fence and wait and see what happens with the price, or wait and see. A lot of my buyers will say, "Oh, you know, let's just wait a couple of weeks and see what happens because." If, if they don't get another offer, then I can get it at the price that I want to pay for it. And if they do get an offer, then, then it's okay. I don't care if I don't get it. You don't want buyers thinking like that. You want buyers to see it and say, wow, that is a great value. Yeah. And, and I want to write an offer. I agree. And, and that, so that's why it's important to price it where it makes sense. What I like to do is have 10 or 15 agents that I know, like, and trust come in and give me their own valuation on the property. And then let's look at what the average is. I mean, I always give mine first. Then we get 10 or 15 agents, productive agents, that come in and average that out and see how close I am to it. Most of the time, I'm right on target with it. Not always, but most of the time. That's great stuff. Okay, Richard's giving us another finger there, which means we're going to have to take another quick commercial break. Um, You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We're speaking with the lovely Ruth Ambovi of Village Properties. Anybody wants to get in touch with her, just give her a call, 805-698-1971. I like that you know my number. Of course, 805. There's Whoa. his ring. Somebody's at his doorbell. 805-698-1971. Oh, and my ML, my BRE number is 0175-1940. Just thought girl. I'd throw that in there. Remain compliant. Yes. Village we'll Broncos. be right back. For over 35 years, Lucas and Llewellyn's estate-grown sustainable vineyards have grown the grapes that produce some of the finest wines in Santa Barbara County. Enjoy the remarkable wines of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Cabernet, Malbec, and Viognier. The Lucas and Llewellyn Wine Club offers generous discounts to members, as well as fabulous wine country events. Experience the bounty of Santa Barbara County's wine region and become part of the Lucas and Llewellyn family. Visit our beautiful tasting room, located at 1645 Copenhagen Drive in Solvang, California. Visit us on the web at llwine.com. 
This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's Astronomical Unit. Community Matters. Radio, real estate, money talk. The Andy Caldwell Show. Santa Barbara Team Sports Radio Show. Golf Radio Show. Community Alert. Mortgage Matters. Welcome to the Voices. 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 Voices of Santa Barbara. The CEO Report. The Heart Presents about a chicken. the Table Hour. Welcome to Around the World. The Jeremiah Show. The History. Friday. The Art and Antiques Radio Show. Garden Gossip. Cook and Fork Radio. Solutions News. Tell me your story. KZSB. AM 1290. This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Aaron Ron Heron in the AM 1290 News Center. Ben Hayes in the AM 1290 News Center. Donnie Risden. I'm Joe Danley. Tom Totten. Chuck McPartland. Jerry Wilson. Ernestine Ignacio DeSoto. I'm Gerald Jackman. I'm Ed Jerome. I'm Maria Long. I'm Mark Schneidman. I'm Diane Duva. My name's Andy Caldwell. I am Eric Assault. And I'm Scott Johnson. And I'm Ross Cope. I'm Mike Williams. I'm Ted Adams. I'm Guy Rivera. I'm Michael Self. I'm Steve Forcell. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Mark McIntyre. I'm Tom Widrow. I'm Eloy Ortega. I'm Rob Eganoff. I'm Roel Armstrong. I'm Neil Chrysell. I'm Arthur Von Wiesenberger. I'm Martha Bull. I am your host, Jeremiah. I'm Jim Trotter. I'm Peter Olmos. I'm Christina Foss. I'm Elizabeth Stewart. Hi, I'm Chris Cullen. I'm Lisa Cullen. And I'm Leanna Finley. I'm John Hennigan. I'm Ronaldo Brutico. I'm Mark Giles. John Martini. I'm Richard Dugan. KZSB, AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. Okay, we are back, tuned in with Ruth. You're, you're like in a different world today, Richard. I, I, did you have a child or something? Are you happy? Because you look like you're overly happy today. Are we... Vacation coming up. Oh, vacation oh. coming up. You're already there. Yes. boy. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so we're speaking with Ruth Ann Bovey. She is with Village Properties. She is going to go over some things... Now, there's been some new legislation that has passed. You're going to tell us a little bit about that, what it's all about. What's I it titled? Am. There, well, there are a couple of things. So at the state level, there's the AB 1482 Tenant Protection Act of 2019 rent, rent caps. And just to give you the quick facts on that, it means that um, um, owners, landlords cannot increase their rents more than 5% plus the change in cost of living as measured by the the Consumer Price Index. And this is uh, starting March 15th of 2019, so it's going retro. Um, I'm okay with that because 5%, and it's, what, 2.9 CPI right now, so... It's going to be a little under 8%. Yeah, so 7.9%. You know, that's a decent rent increase, and I think that the whole concept behind this is to make it so that uh, landlords don't come in and increase your rent, you know, 20 or 30 or 40 percent, forcing you to move out so that they can put somebody else in. For a um, higher rent base. Right, right. So, that, so and, I get and that. And that in turn is, you know, I get this as well, but it's still telling somebody what they can and cannot do with their own I agree. property. Now, I agree. But, but this does not really pertain to the little mom-and-pop single-family residences, right? Right. So there are some exclusions, and that is condos and, uh, yeah, exemptions. So units subject to existing rent control, which we don't have here, deed-restricted affordable housing and dormitories, single-family homes, except for those owned by corporations, REIs, or LLCs, owner-occupied duplexes, which would also be houses with an ADU, 
And new construction for 15 years. I'm not sure why new construction would no longer be, I mean, why it would be exempt. Uh, that that one doesn't make sense to me unless that's Are they talking about units money. there, buildings, new apartment construction building? for 15 years, all units for 15 years after receiving their first certificate. Doesn't matter if it's in more than two units. Mm. So, so... So those those uh, so so the guys in our sing, uh, in the conforming loan realm they're going to be hit if they have two to four units, unless they're owner occupied, right? And apartment, it's, yeah. And anybody that owns an LLC, the, yeah. you know, single asset LLCs, very interesting, right? And um, obviously the big builders with the big unit uh, apartment complexes like the ones down there at the Arlington, right? That's that's all rents. Those are all rentals. Uh, so go ahead. Let's continue on. Okay. Um, beginning stuff. January 1, 2020, requires landlords to have just cause in order to evict tenants for tenants who have occupied a unit for at least 12 months or up to 24 months when an adult tenant adds on to a lease. In other words, a change in roommates. Uh, Landlords will still be able to evict for at-fault reasons, such as failure to pay rent, breach of lease, criminal activity, creating a nuisance, committing waste, refusal to execute a written extension or lease renewal, refusal to allow the owner to enter the property. And a lot of tenants don't understand that owners have a right to come into their property. They just have to give you 24 hours written notice, and you really can't say no to that. So now they're saying if if tenants don't let you come in, that's a cause for eviction. Um, Landlords can also evict for no fault reasons when the owner or their family plans to occupy the property if they want to remove the property from the rental market, if they intend to substantially remodel the property, if they are ordered to vacate by a government agency or court. That's the state law. The city law is different now. Uh, requires landlord to provide relocation assistance via one month's rent or rent waiver for no fault evictions within 15 calendar days of serving notice and to notify tenants of the relocation assistance. Now, jumping over to the just cause that is city specific, um, the Santa Barbara City Council, and this comes from the Santa Barbara Rental Property Association. Uh, the city council asked the city attorney to develop a just cause ordinance that would apply to all rental units in the city, including condos and single family homes. Owners would be required to pay tenants relocation assistance in many circumstances. So if you have just cause, which again is the non-payment of rent, the habitual late payment, frequent bounce checks, breach of terms of the rental agreement, all the basic things that are just cause. If you, But if you, the things that are not just cause that are requiring relocation, or I guess they are just causes, but they require relocation in the city of Santa Barbara, and I'll go through that list with you, but this is what's cray-cray. They have to, the landlord has to pay the tenant three to four months. This is what they're proposing three to four months rent plus $3,000 for relocation. This is on a local basis. This is on a local basis. And the, the, the situations that this would apply to would be move in of the landlord or a close relative of the landlord, 
sale of a unit that has been converted to a condo. So if you have an apartment complex that's being converted to a condo, that well, hopefully they're trying to make it so that they have to pay three to four months of rent plus three thousand dollars. Seniors and permanently disabled tenants cannot be evicted for condo conversions. Tenants have a right to a one-year lease or 120 days with relocation payments. Uh, demolition or remo- removal of the unit from housing would still require that crazy payment. Capital improvements or rehabilitation of a unit, the tenant has the right to reoccupy the unit once the work is completed at the prior rent. And the tenant has a right to relocation payments. I mean, stuff like this, even withdrawal from the rental housing use of all of the units in the building or a unit detached from another structure, even for lead abatement or substantial rehabilitation, it's, it's what I see happening is that One, a lot of landlords are going to get out of the landlord business and our rental housing market is going to go down. Or two, they're just going to let the the properties go to crap. We'll just keep increasing the rent 8% or, you know, 5% plus the CPI and we're not going to do any improvements. And when your place looks like crap, then move and go find someplace else to live. And this whole, there's a thing about a one-year lease too, And I get the one-year lease, but they are required to give a new one-year lease every year. Yeah, I get that. That's a pain in the ass, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's just, uh, who thinks up this stuff? I mean, in our city, I mean, who's the, who is... Well, let's think about our city council. Yeah. And who of them are homeowners and who are not homeowners? Do you know the answer? I'm how not many of them? Say. No, but how many? I don't know on all of them, but I know one prominent one is not. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Yeah, but there's some that are and some that are not. Correct. City. So that what they're and trying. Can I give a shout out to somebody running for city council who would be amazing? Um, or are we keeping this not political? I'm not a real political guy, but go ahead. Brian Campbell. Don't know him. Who is he? Where's he go? Okay, Where's so. Where's he from? Well, actually, we're going to take another quick commercial break. Okay. And when we come back, I don't know that I want to give more than one minute to Brian Campbell, because one, I don't know who that is, and two, it's my show. I can do whatever I want. I'll tell you who it is on the break. Okay, sounds good. You're listening to Guy Rivera, Mortgage Matters, your guy in the mortgage industry, speaking with the lovely Ruth Ann Bovey. We'll be right back. and welcome to Animal Zone. I'm Arthur von Wiesenberger, and this handsome fellow is Mikey, my adopted pit bull. Animal Zone is the A to Z on everything about adoptable pets. Whether you're looking for a bird, a cat, a dog, or even a tortoise, we've got experts who can share their knowledge and insights. So cuddle up with your favorite critter and join us as we explore the Animal Zone. If you want to see more about Animal Zone and other things, check out our website, animalzone.org. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Tremblay Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Tremblay Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. 
Trembley Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to tremblyfinancial.com. Trembley Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Trumpy Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Okay, we are back, and Ruth Ann told me I need to. Well, thank you for reminding me. Give a shout-out to my uh, American Riviera Bank sponsor. Those guys do a great job. We, uh, we do a lot of business together. Um, Tim Trembley is also a sponsor of this show. Um, thanks to Tim. We, how long have we been doing this show? Trembley Financial, right? Trembley Financial. Did I say that? Tim you- Trembley? Trembley Financial. Um, yeah, like five years we've been doing this show. Those guys have been taking care of me for a very long time. So we were talking about Brian Campbell. Is that his name? Correct. Brian Campbell is an attorney, a real estate attorney? No, he's an attorney and a realtor. He's an attorney. What type so, of attorney is he? Litigation? Uh, I don't know. I don't know all the details. I just know that I've met him quite a few times. Uh-huh. He's married to Natalie Grubb, which is Renee Grubb, who is the owner of Village Properties. Natalie is her daughter. And he's running for city council. And he's running for city council, and I just really respect and appreciate the way that his brain works, it isn't. It's about what makes sense, not not. Oh, let's you know. I, I, I he just he, he sees all this craziness going on, and he just wants to get in there and stop it and 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 make it all make sense. So he's going to be he's like the demagogue two. of Washington, right? He'll be, yeah, Something like right, that. Yeah. So he's not a politician. He's there just a go. good guy that wants to get in there and do the right thing. He's District Two which is Mesa, Bel Air Knowles, part of the West Side, West Beach, that area. So I can't vote for him because I'm downtown. But right. anybody that's yep. in District 2, I can't. Vote I mean, I like Randy Rouse as yeah. well. Uh, Randy's been doing a good I job. I love Randy. He's a pretty smart guy. I do. So yeah. so both of them are great, but I'd love to see so some change there's city council, and then, we got, uh, and then we have the... Uh, well, it, does the mayor run in that race, or that's a not separate in the city council? Yeah. yeah, that's a whole separate. Okay, so that was Brian's uh, Brian, right? Brian, Brian Campbell. Campbell. Mm-hmm. That was his one minute. That's all he gets. And um, but yeah, I thank will, you. I appreciate welcome. it. No, but actually, it's interesting stuff. I will consider reaching out to him and see if he wants to come on the show. Maybe the I three of us. I think that's a great can, idea. Yeah, maybe the three of us, and then we'll figure, and then we'll, and we'll, you know, we'll be the judge from there. We'll talk to him. We'll hit him with some, you know, straight hard questions. See if he folds or if he can, 
you know, rise to the occasion. I don't have a problem with that. I don't get any business from Natalie or her husband anyway, so I have no problem putting, you know, the tough questions to somebody. You know, you can look like an idiot <laughs> on the air. So you, you never put smart. the tough questions to me because <laughs> I send you business. <laughs> you still put tough questions. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, it looks like we got a couple of minutes left, so we're going to um, wrap up here. And I want to thank you, Ruth Ann Bovey, for coming on the uh, coming on the show. Always my pleasure. I always walk out of here with a smile on my yeah, face. Yeah, we have fun. And and my uh, cheeks hurting just a little bit from laughing too much. I want to thank you in advance for taking over the show while I'm gone uh, mm-hmm. to my niece's wedding. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'll send you pictures, obviously. Please do. And uh, tell 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 our listeners how to get in touch with you, how to uh, stalk you if they want to do so. You know, I'm over on the corner of Mitchell Terena and State Street, 1436 State Street, and uh, you can reach me at 805-698-1971. 805-698-1971. Or you can go to my website, sellingsb.com. SellingSB.com. I, w- I had to think about it. Did I say your phone number correctly? You did. I would have corrected you. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> and um, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Uh, stop by 1736 State Street. You know, I-, I love that my clients feel they can just pop in anytime. I do it all the cu- time. Yeah, I know. It's it's great. My and, and some of my repeat clients, I wanted to get into some... Some loyalty issues that I've been running across, you know, people running away, going to different banks for an eighth of a point, getting turned down and coming back to my uh. office. And I'm, you know, at a time I'd just say, go oh, screw yourself, go someplace else. But now I'm saying, well, this person actually needs help. And um, maybe I'm softening up in my old age, but, you know, before you run to a big bank, you really got to do your homework. And with that said, you can give me a call. We can take a look at your mortgage, take a look how to put a mortgage to work for you. Do your homework. We can do it together. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry, and we'll see you next week. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera. It's 